We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Parkins and Spiegel Show. If y'all ready, give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. My guy Colin Cowherd, this is a national voice with deep connections to USC and Caleb Williams making some pretty crazy, startling allegations about how he feels about Chicago and the Bears. I do think it's possible that Washington trades up and Chicago allows Washington to trade up because Caleb and his group do not want to go to Chicago. (laughs) Hello, darkness, my old friend. I don't want to live in this world. I've come to talk with you again. Of that being our next three months. There's lots of precedent to still get a lot for the pick, if indeed it gets to that point. I don't want to consider those hypotheticals right now, man. I'm texting Cowherd right now. (laughs) Is Caleb really not going to come to the Bears? (laughs) I need to know. Uh, Caleb and his group do not want to go to Chicago. I want to be clear to folks who are thinking about making that dangerous trek. Do not come. Do not come. Did he text you back? Uh, go ahead. Let, let me Look. see. No, he is not. Here's a texter. I don't know Carl about. Carl has. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. What do we got? Just for wait. Carl? Just wait. How long do I have to wait? I'm still. I'm talking to him right now. Just talking wait. All right. Wait. Good. Wait. Oh, Shane Danny is in constant. Relax <laughs> over there, brother. David's <laughs> like he hasn't slept in weeks. He, well. <laughs> He's not. He looks like he did when he was hung over at Circa. I'm on no sleep. No sleep. <laughs> you look a little stressed. Oh, I'm stressed. And the vision that was planted in my brain. Caleb is going to be a bear. I'm not giving up on this. Right, right, right. But, oh, but no, that's this, the moment right there like, speaks. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's no. our moment. That's why I pivoted, Tanny. He's going to be a bear. Yeah, I would say no. It's a hot mess. One. one. Two, three, and here, here we go, Jim. Here we go. Here we go, Jim. Here we go, Tony. The Parkins and Spiegel Show. Afternoons from 2 to 6 on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Thank you for hanging out with Parkins and Spiegel on a Friday on The Score. I, I think I'm a little bit more recovered yeah and i think you're in a better place i think so i think the conversation was uh helpful in transition i think your uh frantic evening of reaching out to anyone and everyone you know who has any connection to colin cowherd tangentially or otherwise yeah or directly <laughs> or, or directly has uh has helped you uh, a little bit and i think i think sitting and talking with your guys me and tanny and shane in the pre-show meeting it always helps has reminded you that it's a feel-good friday mister yeah. The weekend looms. Let's enjoy ourselves.
I got to be honest, the walk back helped. Uh, the, the, the walk back from Colin today also helped. Oh, yeah, there's that. Uh, so Yeah, because you could take it as, uh, well, he was just completely full of crap and he was just throwing it out there to see what sticks on the wall. Now, a lot of people out there are taking it as that. Yeah, I mean, listen, te- I mean, text her right here. I think the reason you're harping on this so much is just because Danny knows Colin personally, whereas the rest of us are more used to taking what he says is questionable or just a means of getting attention. You can feel that way if you want to. Or you can listen to someone who knows the person involved a little bit. I've never even, act, to be totally honest, I've never even met the man in person. We've only talked on the phone a bunch of times and texted. But I also just know the industry really well, as does Speaks, as does Lawrence, as does Dan. And if we get told stuff, imagine what someone with his fame and platform gets told. Not to mention his long-standing connections mm-hmm. to that coach and that program at USC. So that's all out there. But let's hear what Colin Cowherd said today uh, to walk back the report that uh, sent me into meltdown mode yesterday. But I got a call yesterday from the Caleb Williams camp. By the way, he's got a very small camp. He doesn't have an entourage. He's got like an assistant for the NIL stuff, a marketing person. He he doesn't have a big camp. He has a dad, big personality, smart guy, strong opinions, does his homework. Caleb and his dad don't always agree, but he's got a very big personality as a father. So I got a call from the Caleb Williams camp, and they went, whoa, 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 Colin. We don't want to be painted as anti-Chicago and we don't want to be painted as anti-bear. And they, and they made it clear to me that they said, listen, we don't want to go to a city that doesn't care. Chicago cares. They're big, loud, they're passionate. They fire coaches all the time. They care. We don't want to go to some sunbelt place where you tarp off the upper deck. And they did say there is a path to succeed in Chicago. It's called the Houston Texans. Defensive coach, couple of weapons, cap space, good pick. Uh, you know, they, they mentioned they got a second pick. There's a bunch of good receivers out there. LSU, Washington, they could go get another weapon. And they already have one bona fide number one pick. But it does show you the reality of Caleb Williams. And I've got sympathy for the athlete. You know, the Caleb Williams camp is like, and I I wouldn't say, I'm, I, I've got people that are around the camp and around Caleb pretty well connected. Um, he does not want to be viewed as a villain. He doesn't want to be viewed as anti-Chicago. He actually likes the fact it's a big, loud town. They talked about Jordan and the Bulls. They care. They're into it. They got money. They're, they're, but it's this is the dilemma, and I absolutely will defend players. John Elway said, no, thanks. He was right. Eli Manning to the Chargers, not going. He was right. And I think Caleb Williams, deep down, privately, has real concerns about the Bears, His dad has a strong personality and isn't afraid to say it. But they called last night and said, we we do not want to be viewed as (laughs) anti-Chicago. We don't want to be a villain. There's an avenue that this works. It's the avenue of the Houston Texans. We're staying very positive. We have some good vibes here. And we want to be the number one pick. We'll keep updating you. I love the fact they reached out. I love the fact that Chicago's talking about it, going on a couple of Chicago radio stations today. And I love that. So my first thought is yesterday when Shane was texting with Carl Williams, Caleb's dad, and I said, you know, his next text is going to be to Colin Cowherd. (laughs) Because you broke the news of what Colin had said, I think, to Carl, sent him the clip, and now 
Then Carl reached out and said, uh, listen, Colin, my, we don't want to be viewed. So, I mean, that all sounds like a uh, pre-existing relationship that will continue between Colin Cowherd and Caleb Williams. You better Cam. start workshopping that Carl Williams impression before they come here. Actually, it's, it's as good as it could ever be because no one knows what he sounds like. No so idea what he sounds spot like. spot on from what I can speaks. tell. You know what I should do? I should, I should take it a little more to the extreme. I'm Carl Williams, and this is how I sound, and I talk like this, and... You know, why not? That could be him. You don't know. I have no idea what the man sounds like. Uh-huh. He could have a British accent. I have, I have no idea what he sounds like. I'll add some British. That's a good call. <laughs> there, there you go. You that That's a good use of your time. You, you, you keep working on your Carl Williams voice. Okay. Uh, it's just... But that sounds like a, a guy I, who still is... Who was connected and remains connected. Yeah, of course. It, it's not his first time talking about him. Or talking to them. Or having them talk to him. He's been in studio with him before. He's been on the sideline at USC. Uh-huh. He knows Lincoln Riley. He's been like, he's a USC guy. He loves college football. He's based out of LA. He, th- th- he is connected to them and their world. And so you can dismiss it. And he walks that back. And this has been clumsy. And I'm not saying this has been handled perfectly, but to dismiss it as, Colin is just throwing something against the wall for attention. It's not without any merit or substance behind it. And so now we have to ask some que- some questions about does that matter to us? Like let's let's go with the theory that I had at the end of transition that what Colin said there at the, on this one on the walk back after being able to say directly, I talked to him last night. Because on the first one he wasn't able to say that directly for whatever reason that he chose not to say it. Um, but he, he flat out said, I think deep down, right. Caleb does have a desire. Yep. And his hometown so, team is the number two pick. Even in the walk back, he said. Even that. in the walk back, he said it. So to, to, to dismiss this out of hand because of what Ian Rappaport said when he declared, which was he's open to going anywhere, which is great. And what Rappaport said on Twitter today in a response to... Aaron Lemming, which was, why would he be anti-Chicago if the Bears end up going QB at one? Great city, classic organization, played great at the end of the year, seems to be building a really solid foundation. Mm-hmm. We all agree. I think that Chicago's a better situation than Washington is. They have to convince Caleb of that. And that's where I think this is going to get uncomfortable for some people. I don't think this is going to be as smooth as, we have the number one pick, we will draft you. You have no power here. Caleb knows he has power. His hometown team picks, too. Maybe he doesn't even want to go to his hometown team. Maybe he wants to go somewhere else. Yeah, I think he has power, not because his hometown team picks, too. I think he has power because he's probably going to end up as an undisputed number one. Yep. In an era where college players have power and have shown more power and enjoyed it, and there's an expectation of it and a willingness to push against the system now for these college players who have successfully pushed against the system to the point that they can all enter the transfer portal whenever they want. They can all have endorsements that are called NIL deals. They can all, you know, be self-made people yep. and, and self-fulfilled, um, self-possessed professionals by the age of 21 and 22 with a feeling of deserving you know, respect and deserving representation. This is the world that they live in. So there's that expectation now. And if you're going to coach them 
and draft them. You can't exist under, like, the previous rules of the power disparity, which have been, frankly, good for the viewer, good for the fan. Part of what's happening in college football and the unrest is that it's no longer as good for the fan and the viewer because there's no continuity. You're not following people from year to year. You're rooting for laundry almost purely and exclusively. It's yep. why coaches are running. It's why some fans are upset. It's why Borzin, or Borzin, Borzin, by Bernsey and Holmes talked to Ari Wasserman today. It was an interesting conversation about college football. The NFL has to deal with the empowered athlete now in a different way than it did even four years ago. So how would people feel if the 2017 reporting of those dinners when Mitch made the reservation under James McMahon and he showed up in the Camry and he impressed Ryan Pace and it was about Pace and Josh Lucas and John Fox asking Mitch a bunch of questions? and getting to know him, how would people feel if the reporting about Caleb Williams and the Bears was about half of it was us asking him questions and half of it was him asking us questions? I think that's where this is going. I think it is an empowered athlete who has money, who has been successful, who knows the leverage that he has, that knows that he can go number one, and doesn't want to be a villain, is mm-hmm. open to Chicago, likes that it's a big market, likes that people care, all that all that stuff that Colin said, but is smart enough to know, wait a minute, there never has been a good quarterback in the history of the Bears franchise. Why is that? Sure. I don't really know much about Matt Eberflus and the principal- or Shane Waldron. Like, sell me. Yeah, and the principal <laughs> difference between Mitch – and Deshaun and Pat Mahomes is that they were all in a position of hoping they could go three or two or one and get the biggest money that you could possibly get in the draft. Caleb, he's knows, going one. He knows he's going he's one. He's going one. That's the power difference. The, which is a massive. Aaron Rodgers and Alex Smith couldn't do it because there was a debate at who was going to go one. Andrew Luck didn't do it. Right, but there was a ton of talk about if he would. Privileged family, Oliver Luck, Stanford educated. There was a ton of talk about like if he would if he would do it. And if Andrew Luck had spent the previous three years making two to three million dollars a year and feeling the empowerment that comes with that that comes with it now for these guys, how different might that have been? This is the first consensus number one quarterback since then. Right. Or I guess Burrow, right? Burrow. Yeah, and Trevor Lawrence, but not in an era of NIL money. For, 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 for both of them, not in an era of NIL money. Um, and maybe a different personality type or a different infrastructure, like influence circle or who knows? Mm-hmm. It might not just be NIL. It could. He's an individual. He's clearly different. Like, clearly, right? Uh, for, for a number, of, both as a talent and, and as a personality. And we're trying to figure that out. But. I think that there's a chance that that's what's happening here and that he's going to have some good questions for them and they're going to have some good questions for him. And the crazy thing is I'm actually pretty comfortable that the bears are going to be able to answer those questions for him. Yeah. The bears are actually in a pretty damn good spot to answer those questions and say, our situation's pretty good actually. And and you believe that even though they have a defensive head coach. Yeah. yeah, Because like I've said many times on the air, like if I was Ryan poles, let's do it on the other side. Okay. Before we were at three, if I, if I was pitching Caleb, if if that was how it is, like instead of us 
interviewing him. He's got to interview us a little bit. I'd be very comfortable with my ability to compare this situation favorably compared to his peers' situation as the number one overall pick in recent history. It's next on The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.